Hey everyone, welcome back to OK Yup. So we're going to get started today and I'm going to share um, my positive thing that happened to me today. And that was definitely a run that I went on. It was really rainy and pouring and just gross weather all today. And then finally, the clouds spread their ways and it was such a nice day outside. So I went for a run and I felt like I just could just get, I could just keep going, sorry, um, for so long. It was such a great feeling. And I love runs like that because they're really empowering and they make me remember why I love running so much. All right, so for the main topic of today's episode, I am going to be talking about something that's a little more touchy and could be triggering. I'm going to be discussing my body image issues that I've had over the past couple years and issues with that in terms of eating and how I perceive myself. So if that is a triggering subject to any of you, I would recommend not listening. However, if you do find this interesting or you think you can handle it, I encourage you to listen. But again, I'm going to try to go in much in depth as I can without going too overboard. I also want to start by saying this is kind of scary for me to talk about in full detail because I'm pretty open about when it comes to my past with my body image issues and everything I struggled with that. But that being said, I'm usually pretty raw about it with my friends, not with the world. So I don't even know if I'll end up publishing this, but I did want to record it just in case. I'm already like fidgeting and cracking my knuckles. So pull together. All right. So um, I'd say let's start at middle school. And this isn't a really impactful time frame to this whole process, but I did want to start with this. So in middle school, I was a very lanky, scrawny kid, very awkward looking, um, looked like a deer a lot of the time, sometimes a meerkat. I was like that classic awkward middle schooler and definitely my my height shot up before my weight caught up to me. And so I was definitely an awkward looking kid. And finally, in like eighth grade, I became a person because I was hitting puberty and I was starting to become more like an adult. So in eighth grade, ninth grade, everything was pretty much normal. And then by the end of sophomore year, I started paying more attention to what I was eating. I was making sure I was exercising. I was a three season athlete, but I was making sure that in the um, off season, I was staying active. But um, so that was just something I was paying more attention to when I was a sophomore. So Going into junior year was definitely when everything started picking up. Um, I remember I went on a mission trip going into that year, and I noticed that's when I started to get stressed out about what foods I was eating because I wasn't controlling it. I wasn't controlling the foods that we were um, eating every night because I wasn't cooking on that mission trip, and it really stressed me out. And it was stressing me out that I couldn't calculate the calories that were getting put into my body that I was very adamant on keeping track of. So that's something I was beginning to do at the end of sophomore year was counting calories, which I don't do anymore. And But that was definitely kind of where my obsession started with being in control of what I was eating and being in control of knowing what was going into my body and being in control of how it affected me. 
So that definitely started at the end of sophomore year and going into junior year. And unfortunately, that was the last mission trip I went on, partially because of this issue and because of my um, struggles when it came to my relationship with food. So that's kind of where that started. So going to junior year, I was becoming a more intense athlete, you could say. I was taking cross country really seriously and I was really wanting to do the, I was really doing it to be competitive. And so that was something that had a toll on my body, just the training for that over the summer. And I actually remember going into junior year, I went to the school to put my stuff into my locker. So it was there the first day of school. And I ran into a teacher and he looked at me and he said, Libby, you look a little bit more slender this year than in past years. And I were being really confused because I hadn't noticed myself looking different and I hadn't noticed myself feeling different. And so that was a really alarming thing, but I was like, oh, this is a good thing. That's automatically where my, where my brain went. So anyway, fast forward to um, junior year. I was an athlete. I was doing theater. I had a good social relationship with all my friends. And the, the beginning of the year was really good. However, as junior year went on, this was definitely my hardest year mentally. And I might do a podcast um, touching on all the struggles of junior year because there were definitely a lot. But definitely my body image issues were one of the prime struggles that year. So this year I started going through different behaviors that I hadn't done before. And these included, but weren't limited to, counting calories, restricting, over-exercising, having food fears, fear of eating in front of people, and fear of restaurants. And so I'll kind of go into more in-depth with those. Counting calories, I would have apps on my phone or I would literally have it on paper and I would make sure I was knowing what amount was going into me, what amount of food I was eating. I wanted to take account for all of it. Restricting, so this one kind of goes without needing an explanation, but I would restrict some meals. Um, Over-exercising, that one was a big one because I would exercise multiple times a day. And I even remember going for a run in the morning, then going to a rehearsal I had, and then running in the afternoon because I thought I didn't work hard enough. And it would stress me out if I didn't run. It would stress me out if I was sick because that would mean that I couldn't exercise or I couldn't exercise to the best of my ability. Anything with exercising was very hard thing for me that year. Food fears. This one's, I do have to elaborate a little bit on. So I feared anything that was the, this is the best I can explain it, but I feared anything that was the real product. So I feared milk, like whole milk. I feared meat, like just meat. Um, I feared certain like salts, like just table salt. I'm trying to think of some bigger ones, but those, I do remember those three. So if I didn't have, if almond milk wasn't an option, this would stress me out. If fake meat wasn't an option, and I wasn't a vegetarian at at this point. I am now, and I do it very safely, but at this point I wasn't, um, I didn't label myself a vegetarian. And the salt one's very odd, but instead of 
using table salt because I was too nervous of having too much sodium, I would use these potassium flakes that we had for this time that I got really sick sophomore year and I had to be taking ample um, servings of potassium. So they like, they taste kind of like salt, but it's without the sodium. So a lot of things like that, I would just constantly need the replacement, which in retrospect, I know sometimes that the replacement isn't the best option. Sometimes certain fake meats have more chemicals and more quote unquote like bad stuff in it than the regular meat. And you have to be careful about looking out for those things. But again, I didn't really care. I just needed the fake thing. Um, fear of eating in front of people. This is actually something that I do still struggle with. And I wish that I could shake this because it's kind of inconvenient. And actually, this or last year in college, I never really ate in front of my roommate. I always went somewhere else. And that's not how it, and she never did anything to make me feel that way. That was such an internalized thing. She was awesome and she super we were we were we were good, but I was so nervous about eating in front of people that I would never eat in the room. And this would happen some this is also why I had to stop going on my mission trips with my church because we'd have these big meals together and I through my head I was just thinking oh they're looking at the food I'm eating they're judging how much food I'm eating they're judging what food I took and sometimes that still comes into my life I'm a lot better like so much better about it now than I was in high school but that was definitely a big one and then fear of restaurants so this one has kind of a story behind it I'll come back to this one so like I said, junior year was a really hard year for me. And I was in this relationship with this guy. And as we were approaching prom season, we actually broke up. And not a lot of people know we broke up this first time because we literally got back together like that night. It was very quick. But even after that, everything kind of felt off. So that happened um, right before uh, February vacation. And then he went on vacation and... I was at home and my mom decided to take me prom dress shopping and it was junior year. That was my first time prom dress shopping. And I just wasn't enthused about it. I wasn't, I didn't want to go. I didn't want to see my body in these prom dresses. I didn't think I looked good enough in them. And so prom dress shopping was really hard. Also my brain wasn't completely in it because I knew how the relationship was going. And I knew that probably I wasn't going to be going to prom with that guy at the time because of how rocky it was. Um, Newsflash, we did break up like a week later. But um, so I was right. So I remember prom just shopping with my mom that day. And we went and I found a few dresses I liked, but I wasn't really into any of them. And then I ended up finding one that I did really like. And it was kind of different. It was like a white, pale pink dress. And it was it was very me. It had like flowers on it but my mom wasn't really into it. And that like broke my confidence. She just, she just didn't like it. And I was very vulnerable at that time. And I, that like tore me apart, but we ended up getting it. And that was the one I ended up wearing a prom. But on the way home from looking at prom dresses with her, we were in this weird area. We didn't really know the area too well. And we wanted to get lunch or dinner, whatever it was. And the only place around was Cracker Barrel. And that's not a type of restaurant me and my family usually go to. We, we're not really into the um, like Southern food, which some people aren't. It's 
awesome food, but it's just not something we're used to. We don't have very often. So we go there and I start to look at the menu. And as we know, this time I'm feeling vulnerable. I'm in this rocky relationship. I hate my body. I hate the way I looked in the prom dress. I'm just feeling very on edge. And I looked at the menu and in my head, nothing on this menu looked like I can eat it because it all looked unhealthy to me. And again, I'm not saying this like it, it that's the truth. I'm not saying that that's how it was and that everything on the menu is unhealthy because I'm sure there's some healthy options. Um, but this is just how I was feeling internally. So I just remember the waitress coming over and she asked my mom and me if we were ready and I wouldn't even look the waitress in the eye. I kept my head down and I, and I just like shook my head like, no, I'm not ready. And so she left and this continued after like for three or four times, she kept coming back. And then I started crying in front of the waitress in front of my mom, looking at the menu, and the waitress got the hint. She left again, and I was just saying, I, I can't eat anything on this menu. I don't know what to get, and I was having this big food panic attack, and I ended up getting, like, a salad or something, and me and my mom, we ate quickly, and then we left. It was not the best day. I apologize if the audio from now on is a little different than what you've been hearing. For some reason, my microphone stopped working and I wasn't actually recording sound for a little bit. So let's give this another go. So um, another thing I was doing during this time in my life, I'm not gonna get in depth with it because it's gross and I don't really wanna talk about it because it makes me uncomfortable, um, is basically I wasn't letting food stay in my system like it should have been. Um, so that was also something I was struggling with and a common, I read this out of a journal that I, where I was trying to get different notes and different ideas for this podcast. And I wrote down a snack I had and it was mints and seltzer. That is so wild. That is not a snack. That is crazy to me, but that's something I would have, I would have had during that time in my life and thought it was normal. So I was now on the cycle of counting calories, restricting, getting food out of my system, over-exercising, food fears, fear of eating in front of people, fear of restaurants, comparing myself to other people, looking at myself in the mirror, hating myself in the mirror, nitpicking everything that I didn't like about myself. And this cycle kept going on and on and on and on till eventually I broke and it was bad. I was at rehearsal one day and I just couldn't do it anymore. I couldn't do the constant micromanaging of my body anymore. It was weighing too much on me. And I broke down in front of my director and we had a long conversation and she ended up contacting my mom who knew a little bit about what I was dealing with, but not the full extent of it. And so I ended up going to therapy and we really worked on my body image issues and everything that I had struggled with that year. And honestly, it was a big help. And from the summer going the summer going into senior year, I got a lot better. And I think I started to realize that food and body wasn't everything. And it's, I again, these the stresses with my body and stresses with my relationship with food were still there, but not to the extent that it was. So instead of being obsessive about what I ate, I was more conscious about it. And instead of 
over-exercising, I just made sure I stayed active and I was feeling good about myself. So that was definitely a breakthrough year for me, senior year, because I really came to love myself. So last year, I was a freshman in college and you always hear about freshman 15, freshman 15. And I thought, oh, it couldn't happen to me. Never. That's not going to happen to me. In fact, I'm going to become healthier because I can choose what I want to eat. Well, newsflash, it happened to me. I got freshman 10, freshman 15, something like that. And it was hard for me. I'm not going to lie. Getting this extra weight. I knew it would have been so much harder for me junior year. It would have been the end of the world. It was more just like, oh, why had I let myself go? And I do remember coming home uh, in November from college and someone telling me, wow, you look really healthy. And honestly, hearing you look healthy as someone who was trying to lose weight for the last couple of years and is trying to be this skinny, skinny girl and has a certain outlook on how I should be looking, that was really hard to hear. And honestly, it was devastating to hear that I looked healthy. They didn't mean it in a negative way, but that's how I took it. And I, the way I took it, instead of hearing, oh, I am healthy, I heard you gain weight. Because I knew I had, and I knew that's kind of what they were referring to, but they were referring to good weight. It's wild because I look back at pictures from high school, and there is physically no weight that I could have lost. There was no more weight that my body was capable of losing because of my height and my physique, I just wasn't capable of losing anymore. And I kept thinking that I needed to in high school. And I'm really happy that I'm at the point where I am now that I know my body isn't going to go back to the way it was in high school. I've worked really hard since November freshman year of college, and I have worked to get to more of a happy medium between the two. And sometimes I look back on uh, photos of me in high school and I think, oh, I it'd be nice to look that way again, or it'd be nice to be that tiny again. But teen bodies and adult bodies don't look the same. You don't look the same when you're an adult as you did when you were 16. There's a big difference there. And I think we put too much pressure on ourselves to look and have the athletic performance that we did in high school when that's usually not possible and that's normal. Although some of these body image issues and being hard on myself definitely is still a little bit relevant in my life. It is nowhere near where it was in high school. And I'm incredibly grateful for that because that took so much out of me and it was emotionally exhausting to have to do that every day. And I was having a conversation with my friend and she said something that was really impactful for me. And she said, you know, when I'm old and I'm in my wrinkly old body and I'm on my deathbed, I'm not going to look back at my life and say, oh, I wish I lost those extra 10 pounds or I wish I looked different in college or in high school. I wish I looked a different way. I wish I fit society's beauty standards. No, you're going to be looking back and thinking about the good memories you had and the relationships you had and if you treated people right. And that's what matters when you're on your deathbed. It doesn't matter in the long run if you lose those extra 10 pounds because I know for a lot of my life, I would say, oh, I want to lose five pounds. But then after that, it's five more pounds. And after that, it's five more pounds. It's You're never satisfied. There's never going to be a perfect body because society's standard of a perfect body keeps changing. So I know that I'm never going to be 
society's perfect body. And I'm okay with that because I'm okay with my new adult body and I'm okay with being healthy both mentally and physically. It's so much easier said than done to say that looks aren't everything, but I genuinely, genuinely mean it. And through my experiences and my struggle with food and my relationship with my body, I just know now that in the long run, it doesn't matter. And I know that I'm never going to look the same as I did in high school, and I'm okay with that. And I'm okay with my new body because my body is able to do so many things. I can dance, I can run, I can hike, I can walk, I can do so many things. And that doesn't need to fit some type of society's body standards. So I really hope if any of you out there are struggling with your body image issues, that maybe you took something from this today. Definitely therapy helped me and I'm incredibly grateful for that. And I can now look back on that time in my life and think, oh, wow, that's so wild. But I know not everyone's as lucky and I know some people still are struggling. So I hope if any of you are, you'll find growth soon and that you'll realize that you are so beautiful. We all deserve to be happy and to love ourselves in this world. And our body shouldn't have to determine any of that. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. This was a very vulnerable story and this is a very vulnerable podcast. Again, I don't know if I end up publishing it. I'll have to sleep on it. Um, but thank you for listening. And I really hope you tune in next time to OK Up.